This is a new state, I try to get right. This is a new state, I get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new state, I live your life. This is a new state, I try to get right. This is a new state, I get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch ballers all around the world. Top, top-notch ballers all around the world. Today, we got a top-notch ball on by the name of Chris Nelson. He's doing his thing in the NFL. He did his thing in college and high school. Now, what you got to know is he'll enforce them. And what I'm saying about that is, He'll dominate it. See, you need certain guys where they say country strong. <laughs> That's what Chris is, man, when, I, when I'm looking at him on the film and everything. And then, you know, it's kind of amazing when I was looking at his face just now. He reminded me of a homeboy, Chun. He got a son. They kind of favor a little bit to me. And, you know, this is just a young man who's doing great out here in the world. And he's still trying to grow as a man. But this somebody got a story that I think we all need to hear. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, man. Hey, man, it's a blessing to have you on because, like I was telling you earlier, I've been trying to get you on, but we just kept missing. Yeah. But it's even better to have you in person, so Most I'm glad definitely. we missed just yeah. to have you in person. Yeah. Um, I want to look at it and tell you about how I ended up really watching you. Mm-hmm. So, 2014... When when Shaw when on Coach Strong got at Texas, mm-hmm. I always watch football, mm-hmm. college. Now I'm into it hard. I'm I'm watching it day in day out. NFL I don't really watch it no more, but college I'm into it. So I told him, people always have teams they room for. I never had a team. I just always want all our Florida teams to ball out. Yeah. And whoever I know it might sound crazy, but whoever got the hot hand in Florida, mm-hmm. I want them to win out. So if it's Miami undefeated, they looking like they can win, and Florida done lost two games, and they have to meet up. Come on, Florida, just bow down and let Miami win it for yeah. us, or vice versa. Whoever got that upper hand, I mm-hmm. want them to win. So I only really, I never had no team. So people ask me, who your team? I don't have no squad. have no NFL squad. I just watch everybody. Mm-hmm. So when Coach Strong went to Texas, I said, you know what, dog? I'm going I'm to I'm lock in. I'm going to commit to Texas. I'm mm-hmm. going all out in Texas. Boy, I burnt, bought Burn orange, everything. <laughs> yeah. And you there. So I'm like, oh, we got somebody from Victory there? So mm-hmm. I want to know how you even ended up at Victory because I know Victory do their thing. Yeah. And my kids go to Victory now. Mm-hmm. But they 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 in elementary level. Mm-hmm. And I want them to see them keep ball. I want Stu to keep ball. I want them to build up something real special. But yeah. how you ended up there? Uh, yeah, man. It's pretty much a crazy story. So uh, I'm from Dundee. Mm-hmm. which is uh, 45 minutes away. Um, my friend, Dimitri Brim, he ended up going to Virginia, then he transferred to UCF. But uh, he uh, influenced us. All the guys from Dundee, all the ballers, like, hey, man, it's a school in Lakeland called Victory, man. I think we all need to go over there and take a chance. You know, it's a better opportunity for us. And I'm like, man, meet, man, that's 45 minutes away, man. You want us to drive every day over there? So we kind of, like, took a leap of faith, and um, that's how we ended up at Victory, and it, it – Plan, it panned out well for us. I mean, sacrifice at the end of the day. Well, that was a big boy move. Like, oh, yeah. 
All good. y'all rode together? Uh, yeah, we started out. Uh, meet, we started out carpooling with meat. You know, we'd give them gas money every week, and uh, we just rode over there together every day. Then I end up getting my car, and I just start, you know, riding because I was the youngest out of the group mm-hmm. when they graduated. So I just picked it up from him. Okay, I started recruiting guys, yeah, and we just went from there. Nah. Y'all won state too with yeah. you there, right? Nah, we we went to state. Mm. We uh, actually lost. Uh, I think we lost by a touchdown. But the next year they ended up winning. And you was yeah. gone. I was gone. So yeah. how how Charlie Strong got in the mix and pulled you way over there to Texas? Yeah, man. Uh, and coming out of victory, it was I was I mean I was the man honestly, but I, I never really acted like it. I was just always you know cool, calm, and collected. Mm-hmm. You can ask anybody, but um. Yeah, I was just getting recruited by every everybody, and um, I was always I was always a Florida kid. I wanted to be a Florida Gator, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Coach Strong he ended up coming by, and I was uh, actually committed to Louisville mm-hmm. with Coach Strong, and then it came to a time right when I think it was about two weeks before signing day. I'm getting worried where Coach Strong might be leaving Louisville, so I give him a call. I'm like, "Everything good, Coach?" He was like, "Yeah, man, you all right." Next morning on ESPN, Coach Strong going to Texas. So I'm like, man, I got to start recruiting process, all, uh, recruiting process all over again. You know, anybody knows go through that, man. You do, you do not want to go through that all over again when your mind is set on something. Mm-hmm. So he uh, gave me a call. He said, didn't I tell you it was okay? So I came up on a uh, – uh, he got me up on an official visit in Texas, and that just opened my eyes to everything, like, High schools, high schools look like colleges. We rode up there. We drove um to go to the official visit, and I'm like, I'm thinking it was a college, and they was telling me, nah, that's a high school, man. Oh. I'm like, really? Yeah. And then um, I just fell in love. Like I fell in love with the whole program of Texas, and then it was that was all it wrote from there. Then you know, coming back from the visit, I got a call from Florida Gators, and it was like, man, we want you. I'm like, man, I'm already in with Texas, yeah. man. I appreciate the offer, but oh, yeah, too late. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know what your like what your what your parents said about mm-hmm. you going to Texas, like how they felt about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, my mom and dad. Uh, uh, rest in peace, to my dad. But uh, they was all, you know, I was always a guy that was always on the move, like. I never had to be you no know, station. So my family, they was already okay with it. They was like, man, we done, we done taught him the right way. We done led him the right way. So we okay with him, you know, just opening his wings and going to Texas. So, and that's what made me more comfortable with going way to Texas than staying, you know, in a close area where they can just come to every game like that. So uh, they, they agreed with it and, uh, you know, it went from there. Now he talking about your parents. Mm-hmm. I want to know how it was for you growing up and, mm-hmm. you know, talk a little bit about them as well. Uh yeah, it was kind of funny when you said country strong. So uh, I mean, I uh, thank God I did have both of my parents in my life. Um, but everything kind of started in my backyard for me. And you can ask any coach that recruited me; they always, you know, hey man, you need to come to this camp. You need to go to this camp. And mind you, I don't, I don't want no kids, you know, take this, take this in heed. But um, I always used to tell coach, man, anything I'm doing, uh, I um, uh, anything I'm gonna do at the camp, I can do it right here on the football field. You know, why I need to pay this money to go to this camp? And my dad, he had set up a whole workout plan in my backyard. He built a squat rack out of wood. He uh built, you know, well he ain't built, but we put in a weight bench and he had everything, and we just went at it every day. And I and I think that's what instilled in me hard work. And it was always that mentality, like, if you don't work, you don't eat. And I, I think that's where I got it from. So I, I kind of, you know, just put that hard work on my on my father. Yeah. Now, see, when you saying that, that your daddy did all that and built mm-hmm. that for you, it reminded me of Aaron Donald. 
Because yeah. his daddy did the same thing, yeah. but he did it in the basement. Yeah. You know, where they live up yeah. north. Yeah. And I remember just hearing about his story and seeing the little on the, uh, the weight room. And yeah. it's amazing because he still go and work out yeah. in that same little yeah. place that yeah. his daddy based yeah. on. And it's it's kind of crazy because I, I kind of keep the same mentality now like that my, my dad built. Like, um, I, I got two kids, so and they hate to see me leave. So I kind of had went to I went to Canada. I'm in the CFL now, and I came back, and my wife she had bought me a whole bunch of workout stuff, so I don't even have to leave the house. So my kids can't even complain or nothing. So it's kind of reminded me of my dad, what my dad had built. So I don't have no excuses. Like, and I just it, it's been great, man. Now see, I love that what you saying because I think every young kid need to know the dedication that it takes too. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but they seeing you do it. Yes, sir. Because sometimes when we leave the house and go to work, the kid know you going to work. Yeah. But a lot of times they don't know, man, I don't really feel like doing yeah. this today. Yeah. Your kid seeing you out there working yeah. out and everything. Yeah. So yeah. what's the inspiration for you when you seeing your kids and how, you know, it's with you, especially being away in Canada sometimes mm-hmm. with you and your wife, like yeah. how y'all deal with that and making it through? Uh, man, I mean, my wife is incredible, man. Like, uh, when I came back home, I was really shocked. But at the end of the day, like, we, we know what we want for our kids. We want the best. And it's a lot of distractions out here in the world today. So any way I can lead them to positivity, I'm going to do it regardless. And, um, like, my, my, my son, he's seven months, and I have him right out there in the stroller just watching me because that's the same thing my dad did. So I feel like it's going to work for him. And, I mean, like you said, the kid, like these kids nowadays, they have to put their eyes on it. Like words don't work no more. They want to see you, like, actually, like, okay, a coach, I believe this coach because I ain't seen him do it. So that's how I just build myself. Now, with everything you done led up to, you've been mm-hmm. on the grind for, since your daddy had you, a little, yeah. a little baby, really. Yes, sir. When you got the chance to go to Texas mm-hmm. and you're doing your thing, you're getting on the field like you want to get on it, you're starting like you want to start, mm-hmm. you're making plays like you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Did it hit you like, oh, I can go to the league. Yeah. Like, I'm right here. Like, How yeah. did you feel when you knew that yeah. you had that, that skill to mm-hmm. do it? Uh, I kind of felt that probably my junior year of college, man, um, Coach Strong, we had been going through ups and downs, ups and downs. But oh, I know, yeah, I watched. man, I watched. it was like a roller coaster. But one thing that stuck me was patience. Coach Strong, he always teach patience, man, and and that's what kind of when it kind of hit me, like it was. I, I was doing an interview, and I was sending an interview, and it was like, it was like thirty cameras. I'm like, man, I never seen thirty cameras just all here for me. Mm-hmm. Just want to talk to me, and that's when it kind of hit me. Like it, it kind of struck. Like, man, I can really go somewhere with this. Like in the back of your mind, like you, as a kid, you grew up, and you know, I always want to go to the NFL. I always want to do this, but like you said, it's a point in time where it's gonna hit, it's gonna click, and that's when it kind of hit me. Like, man, I got all these people right here just to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I never had this in my life, so um, and I, I took heed of it. Mm-hmm. Now. When you got your shot and you made it, mm-hmm. do you and Ford still get down? Because, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I was watching y'all boys yeah. hard, and it yeah. seemed like y'all was almost like brothers, but that's yeah. from me looking on the outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Maybe y'all, mm-hmm. y'all. Oh, uh, no, nah, like- yeah, our relationship is great, man. Um, They actually, at Texas, used to call us the Trouble Twins. Because, I mean, everywhere I went, he went. If he went somewhere, you're going uh, gonna to see me. Um, Yeah, we still text constantly. We still, you know, we still, that's still my brother. And um, he, he give me advice, I give him advice, and and we just go from there. This, uh, and see, I, I got a, well, this is really my last question. What what can you tell any young player mm-hmm. or any kid, like, in a high, in high school, that want to live the same dream you live. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes when you in these situations, you see it, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I ain't getting recruited here. Mm-hmm. And that may have happened with you at some point. Yeah. But eventually it kicked up. What mm-hmm. can you say to inspire any young kid that's hoping to at least go to a, a, a decent school, D1 school? Yeah. Um. Anytime, like, uh, I gave a speech to to some uh, little, league, uh, little league organization, but anytime some kids coming up to me and, like, what can I do better, um, I just go back to me. Um, I always speak on uh, character and discipline. Uh, you got to have character and discipline because, I mean, football not going to always work, and you're going to need something to fall back on. But at the end of the day, man, kids have a lot of distractions these days. It's a lot that distracts you. And you're going to have to sacrifice some things. You're going to have to, you know, put that game system down, you know, because you're going to have to tell your friends, man, I want something bigger. There's something bigger out there for me. And and some that, that you know, game system wasn't always, you know, big for me. But I know nowadays you got, you, you know, you got to have that, you know, in your routine. You know, some kids got to have that. But at the end of the day, you got to put that down. You got to sacrifice. And um, I always tell kids, like, man, uh, what what you want? I mean, I always tell them, uh, what will you do when your name is not called? Because I went through a situation with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, everything was going great for me. Um, Mike Tomlin came in the locker room. He said, great practice, Nelson. I'm like, dang, man, that's Mike Tomlin. Like, he telling me great practice. And then it's a, a dude came behind. Well, it wasn't really behind him, but he was walking around the locker room, and he was like, uh, they called him Reaper. And he said, I'm going to need you to go upstairs. So I went upstairs or whatnot, and – um. It was like, man, we got to let you go. Nothing you did on the football field, but it's the people up front. They want to do something else. So we're kind of like, man, what? <laughs> like, man, I bust my butt, man. I never did nothing wrong. I never treated nobody wrong. And I, I'm getting I'm getting cut for pretty much doing nothing. And that's when it clicked. Like, man, I called my wife and she said, we'll be all right. What time your flight land? And then in the back of my head, you have that little, you know, that little thing talking to you like, man, are you really – you know, built for this. And it took a couple of days and I had to get back to the grind, like get back to how you started. And that, and that's what, like go back to the fundamentals of what, what got you here. And I tell the kids all the time, like you gotta, you gotta get out of the house, man. You gotta go do something, do something with your time. And that's what I did. I, I got, I got off that couch and I was like, man, get back to the basics. And that's what kind of, you know, got the train back rolling again. And that's how you back in the CFL yes, getting sir. it. Yes, sir. So you ready to go back this season with mm-hmm. them? Or you want to possibly go back to the league? Uh, of course, I want to go back to the league. But I know it's going to take a, another year in the CFL, you know, get some more film out there. Um, uh, I'm planning on, you know, busting my butt, getting some more film out there. And then I want to go back to the NFL. But it's all God's willing. If right. it don't work out, then I go a different route. Yes, you sir. You said that right. Yes, sir. Y'all heard it right here, man. That's one of the best players in the country. He done did it at high levels, man. Texas, NFL, CFL. And he's telling y'all, get off your Instagram. 
Get off the PlayStation 5. Yes, sir. Put it down. Go outside. With that said, I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down or else you'll fall to the ground. This is Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time.